Blog Talk Radio. Mozart, 
The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to run, but they medulla they sharp. Man, they so soft. Don't be thrown off any Zolar. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of the meditation portals and elevated portals. Even some abortals. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are! Peace, 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 peace to you and yours, peace to you and yours. This is Nova Ledge Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed, this is your host, Brother Blue Pill, very soon to be joined by my co-host. Welcome to the family. Welcome back to another monumental episode of Nova Ledge Radio, okay? We definitely, definitely have a special presentation for the family tonight, you know what I'm saying? Um, we get excited about particular shows, uh, but this is not an exciting topic. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is not an exciting topic, um, but it's necessary. It's necessary, and it will be, this is going to be a monumental episode, all right? So we do ask the family that are on the line listening at this time, if you can update your statuses, if you can send a tweet out, if you can hit your email list up, you know what I'm saying, if you can call a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in. This is definitely something that the whole world needs to take notice to near this particular episode. Some information is going to come through for the very first time. It's unprecedented. And, um, you know, this is a... a, a how we said a um a real time plea from the gods. You know what I'm saying? This is a real time plea from the gods for the people to take action. So we definitely need to get this information to the family. It is um it's a call of distress from beyond. You know what I'm saying? But we know the whole aspect of these deific forces. It's, always, it's also from within. And in this particular case, this call is coming from within Mother Earth. Okay? So take a moment, you know what I'm saying, and uh, update statuses, thing together. I'm going to pay the bills real quick. We're going to come back, bring the co-hosts in, and get to rocking and rolling. Okay? Gas the Nebuchadnezzar up, take flight. Back in a second, y'all. The Mooney Twins present Trade and Get Paid. Invest like a pro with the Royal Networks Trading Academy. Trade and Get Paid. The stock market is a $4 billion a day industry. We bring Wall Street to your street. Earn extra money or get rich. Trade and Get Paid. Beginners pack $275.95 and $120 monthly. 
Learn and earn with the Trading Academy. Call the Mooney Twins at 323-328-0067. That's 323-328-0067. Trade and get paid. Peace, peace, y'all. All right, we are back. Shout out to the Mooney Twins. Shout out to Siddiqui Bakari. Uh, the Mooney Twins opened up for Siddiqui this Sunday at the Karate Center. He had a monumental lecture dealing with the power of manifestation. Okay, let me see how this manifestation power works. I'm about to manifest my co-host. Hold her from the... Three four seven. Aya 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 six five zero. Peace. Did it work? Did it work? All from the three four seven. In the building. Peace. I'm a magician. I'm a magician. Okay. Peace, bro. Peace, peace, peace to the family. Peace to the family. I'm deep. I'm deep. Peace to the family. They can't hear you. You're screaming like you want them to respond to you or something. Okay. Yeah. They can't hear you. Yeah. Welcome to Know the Less Radio. Okay. You are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed. This is your co-host and brother, Redfield, live and direct in the building. Amen. What's happening? Oh, yeah. You know, we're here, man. It's a lot taking place. Yes, it is. You know, a lot to uh, announce, talk about, chop it up. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, a lot of of chopping's going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of things, a lot of things taking place. Um, Family, as promised, you know what I'm saying, as we have announced, we did get our platform off the ground, ktlempowerment.com. ktlempowerment.com. It, it, it physically launched on, um, on Friday during the eclipse. We had to get in the back office and tweak some things, just make sure all of the, the links and everything is ready. And it's still actually going through the process of us uploading certain videos and, and just tightening everything up, but the family can go over there, ktlempowerment.com. Huh? It's like Obamacare.com, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like Obamacare, you know? You know what I'm saying? You can, um, you can read the introduction in terms of what led us to this particular path. You know, we have a very storied history in the world of blogging. This is a blogging platform and a blogging network. For those that, you know, blog on Facebook and, and these social networks anyway, you know what I'm saying? This is a way that you can be compensated for spreading news. Yeah, you could come up. Really? So, Indeed. as well as other things, if you have products to promote, you know what I'm saying? If you have events to promote, um, I don't think it caters to gossip, though. I don't know how you're going to share those links, but, you know, for the most part, 
if you get your blog on, and there's some phenomenal bloggers out there, especially on Facebook. Shout out to Brother Adika Butler. This is Born Day. Happy Solar Return. Oh, you know what I mean? no doubt. I read some lyrics he put up. Uh, oh, he, he got lyrics okay. now? Nah, he got bars. They, they, these ain't ordinary. These ain't your ordinary bars either. Ain't your ordinary bars? Your ordinary bars. Yeah. Man, like. Yeah, that brother's serious, I'm man. To, I'm ready to scoop him up, bring him in the stew ASAP. Sign him up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to that brother. You know what I'm saying? The family needs to go over there and um, wish the brother a happy born day, man. He he puts in major, major work on the networks, you know what I'm saying, with his 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 very timely, fashionable blog. I believe it's MGM. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Third eye. Yeah. Third eye mind. Okay, yeah, Lord Abbott, too. Okay, these brothers is... Yeah. Yeah, these brothers is born on these uh these master numbers, you know. Shout out to all of the Libras, you know. Your thing is coming to an end. This is critical Libra. So shout out to the Libras. Shout out to my baby, to my wife. She just enjoyed a beautiful birthday yesterday, a born day. Shout out to oh, my, my grandmother who was joining the realm of the ancestors. Um, she experienced her earth strong was two days ago. Um, love you, Lee. Shout out. You know. Yes. And I know there's more. I just can't put my finger on it. I, I know that there was quite a few people who celebrated earth strongs around this particular time. But, you know, that Scorpio thing is about to come in, so... You know, yeah, that that that, that Scorpio thing is, you know, we just we just a few hours away, you know what I'm saying? And um, oh oh, what a feeling! Oh, what a feeling! Compounded by this retrograde, you know what I'm saying? And um, this retrograde came in, like you know, I definitely felt the tide of it coming in. Nonetheless, I've gone forward and um, launched my venture while, while retrograde was stationary. You know what I'm saying? I will not be intimidated by that particular energy. I'm a self surfer already. You know what I mean? And we riding. So, mypowerpieces.com is in the building. You know? That thing finally got launched. You know, a uh, monumental website. You know, a new epic day and um and and, and shopping experiences. <laughs> this is a win, yeah, not yeah. This is a win for the family. Uh, a whole new aesthetic. You know what I'm saying? A whole new aesthetic and 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 the way that we do our thing. So definitely want the family when they get an opportunity to go and check that thing out. Some incredible information on that site as well. Uh, put my pen game back into play. Got some exciting info dealing with the copper information. Shout out to RV Bay, Ross Mariah Bay. Um, shout out to Sister My Jade, of course. You know, shout out to all of the, the master artisans and technicians 
who have helped me on this endeavor, putting this jewelry store together, okay? So it's an online jewelry store family. Yeah. Huh? I said those pieces just sound serious. Oh, they're beyond serious. You know what I'm saying? Beyond serious. Like I said, you would have to, um, you know, go to Kemet and dig a tomb up from 3,000 years ago if you're trying to find anything comparable on the face of this planet. You know, these are uh, ancestral amulets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, real talk. I'm saying these are... Now, time out. You want to open the vortex? You know what I mean? Come see us. You want to tap into your power and your potential? Come see us. Okay? Get your power piece. Claim your power. Mypowerpieces.com. Check it out, family. Tell me what you think. And it's a progress of motion. I still got to write product description. I've been up since, like, Thursday night finalizing everything. And then on Saturday, I had to do the Taste of Soul, which is uh, an extremely, it was an extremely large, this was like the parkway without the floats for L.A. You feel me? On Crenshaw. Oh, yeah. yeah, like 15, 20 blocks of, of just vendors, you know, out there, hard body. Um, huh? Cousin Harold? Cousin Harold. I see Cousin Harold. <laughs> I ain't see Cousin Harold, but I, I might have seen Old Dog and them. You know what I'm saying? Old Dog. Yeah, Old Dog and them. They was in the building. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Old Dog and them. Did you call Cuz? Yeah, they they was with the socks pulled all the way up, with the chucks on. You know what I'm saying? Tats up to their nose. Yeah, they was, they was out there. They was big. You know what I'm saying? Um, the don't play with my yo-yos. <laughs> they was out there. Shout out to them. <laughs> <laughs> the family was out. I got pictures. I'm gonna tell you what I did see that I need to speak on. That was so refreshing, B. And we might have to do a show about this. Okay. What's that? The Nation of Islam was out there deep, and the strength that those brothers were exhibiting. You know, like they rejuvenated. They had a whole new energy. And what I really love is that I saw they had the youth mobilize. Yeah. Their membership in Los Angeles is, is 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 really something, you know, that's worthy of a documentary or at least, you know, us to bring the camera out. And hopefully y'all be able to check that out on KTMEmpowerment.com. We got videos coming nonstop. You know what I'm saying? We got articles yeah, we coming. Yeah, we're back, back on our man. blogging game. Yeah, we bring the cameras back out, you know. We are reinstituting and reinvigorating, uh, you know, a camera in, in, into a lens into the world. You know, we're bringing you slices and, and of history, pieces of history, yeah, in real time. So the camera's coming back out, you know what I'm saying? The same way that you see these, these interviews taking place on KTL, you know, but prior to this, it was street knowledge, and we were doing that camera work. We were showing you the visuals, and then it was Notalex TV on YouTube showing you the visuals of these interviews, you know, seeing a person's response and reaction in real time. You know, all of that is, is on its way back. The most riveting interviews this planet has ever seen, you know, visual, audio, AV. So that's back on deck. We're bringing that back live. Um, did you see my brother like Philip Muhammad out there? I ain't see Philip Muhammad out <laughs> Nah, they, yeah, they got a ticket tape for him. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know when it's going to be coming through town. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, they got it. They got it. Philip, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you want to put the suit on, B. I'm telling you, maybe you want Look, to put the bow tie on, when, B. I'm when, telling you. Yeah, when, when, when I saw the family on Saturday, I felt compelled to put the bow tie on. Like, that's how powerful and invigorating it was. You just want to be a part of it. You know what I mean? You just want it because the unity is there. You know, they lock set the key. Like, they're moving with that force yeah. here, that discipline. And I'm like, that's really just invigorating. Just the whole aspect of of community and security and just they was holding it down for the family that was out there. I mean, you know, people got throwing some shots and everything, but you can't blame them for that. Their presence alone kept things in order. I said, you know, people got to throwing some shots or what have you. Yeah, for the most part, yeah, they, they, they held it together. They kept order, and it was just important for the family to see them, that level of unity, the youth mobilized. They didn't have an MGTs out there. I didn't see the sisters, but the brothers was holding it down. So I definitely want to shout the brothers out, you know what I'm saying? And um, I was in consultation with the uh, sister we were bringing forth tonight, and she was just reminding me about, you know, who who the nation is, who Farrakhan is, more importantly. You know, and I think we tend to forget because Indeed. people are, are looking into things that they don't even necessarily themselves understand and placing judgment based on those things. And we have to be very careful. You know what I mean? We have to be very careful. And I even want to take this time out to apologize, you know, in hindsight, I was having some discussions with my wife and I was listening to some of these past programs and just, you know, the whole aspect of, 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 you know, attitude and arrogance, you know what I'm saying? I may have said some things on this program in the past few weeks, past few programs that I just want to apologize for because I was just listening to myself and I was coming across the wrong way. And it was in regards to the call to action. And tonight we're even going to make a call to action. But, you know, these call to actions have to be done with love and sincerity. And, like, if if, if my particular walk and my plight in life is to be out there doing things for the family and feeding the family, it's not my place to point my finger at anybody else and say, you're supposed to be doing this, and this is what it takes, and this is what you have to do. That's not my place. You know, and I've made that mistake without knowing the ledge. I've gone over ledge, you know what I'm saying? And I want to apologize for that to the family. And I'm checking myself, you know what I'm saying? And it's just, you know, as well as my wife and, and, you know, just observing other examples that have taught me a lot about humility in these past few days. You know, and it's very important that we hold on to it. We cherish it almost like breath itself. Never let go, you know, because when you lose that, you know, it's it's, it's it's only but so long that it's going to catch up to you. And, um, you know, I, I don't think that, you know, people want to, you don't want to lose the pace in the race, you know what I'm saying, by, by disgracing yourself that way. So, yeah, I do want to yeah, say I, I, I apologize. And, you know what? I'm going to do one better. Uh-huh. I'm going to go ahead and say I apologize, too. Because at the end of the you day... You apologize, too? 
I'm going to be man. I'm not, you know, I'm going to join you with that and just say that, you know, I strive for, you know, levels of humility and, you know, just levels of um, self-awareness, you know what I mean? Like, I, I have to really focus on myself. I have to really focus on, you know, perfecting self, getting my thing you know, and, and making sure that I'm on my square and making sure that I handle my business and making sure that I perfect, you know, my craft. So at the end of the day, because that is an ongoing task of mine, it takes up the majority of my time. So I really don't have too much time to worry about anybody else at the end of the day. Like, I, I really have to continue to focus on, you know, my mission, you know what I mean? And although I may see you know, buildings falling around me, you know, uh, trees falling, whatever it may be, death and destruction, chaos, you know, one at the end of the day, due to the studying that I've been doing, I have to look within, and then I have to understand that, you know, everything is not as what it appears, and I have to remove myself from judgment, you know what I mean, that I have a hard time doing that, and um, I just feel like that'll make me a better person, because once again, when you do what you need to do and when you focus on what you need to focus on and keep the eyes on the prize, then you'll never really have time to, you know, judge others or worry about what others are not doing or what they're doing, which you may deem, you know, uh, wrong or whatnot. You, 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 you do what you got to do and it's going to, it's going to, it's going to balance things out. It's going to shine. You know what I'm saying? So I join you in that, uh, declaration and whatnot, and, um, you know, it's, it's it's from a sincere part of my heart, feel me? It's from a sincere part yeah. of my heart, and, and, and you even show me, you even show me through, you know, selfless works, the things that you've been doing, you know what I'm saying, to, uh, you know, help others and whatnot, that it's really just about putting in, you know, filling the void, because if you see a void, if you see that there's work to be done and other people are not doing it, you know, just do it, you know, because it, it's not going to be done if you talk about it, if you, if you, if you, you know, bitch and moan about it, it still won't get done. It's just going to be, you're just going to, you know, you're going to sound like you're disgruntled about things. Just do the work. So, you know. I mean, indeed. Indeed. You know, and, and even like, I was looking at some of my statuses, and because I'm I'm adamant about what I do and how it's being done, you know, sometimes I get real passionate, and um, you know, I start calling people out or pointing fingers in, in, in ways in which is unnecessary. You know, like you said, if the focus and the energy more so would be on just inwardly focusing on what you're doing, that expressing it and spreading it all the time to people on the network, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, look what I'm doing. No, it's not about that. You know, it's it's literally about the work. And the people are out here need to work, you know what I'm saying? They they need the benefits of your work and they're concerned with your status. And um, so I vow, like, the only time that I'm sharing something on these particular networks is for empowerment purposes, KTL empowerment, you know, and it's not to... Like, look what we doing and look what they ain't. 
you know, there are many people that are doing the work that we just don't even know about. And it is, yeah, it's very arrogant true. to think that you know what everyone else is doing. Like, when do you take time to focus on yourself that you're going to be focused and catching what everyone else is doing? Everyone is not on a network. You know what I'm saying? Everyone is not doing work in the streets. Some people are doing work behind the curtains. Some doing, some people are doing work behind the clouds. You know what I'm saying? So you really don't know, and it's not our place to, to, to pass judgment on who's doing the work, the level of the work, the effectiveness of it. None of those things are what, what should be paramount to you. You should be focusing on what you're doing. You know? In my humble, in my humble opinion, again, because I still don't want to come across as someone is telling someone what they should be doing. I'm gonna say for myself, that's what my focus is laying. You know what I'm saying on what I'm doing and how I'm doing it, and to what level I'm doing it, and how can I perfect it and make it better. I want to be a better person at the end of the day. You know, and that is an arduous task at times. You know, because I like to feel like what I'm doing is pleasing, not to only myself, but people first in my immediate circle, and then the people that are outside, like the job of the sun, it shines its rays, you know what I'm saying, so it can hit everyone. And that's what I want to do, you know, if, if I want to shine my light. Because I came with a light, I want to shine it. Why hide it, you know what I'm saying, especially if it benefits. You know, I've been getting so many phone calls from people with testimonials about KTL, the platform that has changed their lives, like literally. And again, that's nothing to boast about, but it's nothing to be quiet about either. You know, this is real. And you got to celebrate the small victories like that. They need to be celebrated. You know what I'm saying? You need to put the light around that to magnify it. So, yeah, with that being said, I want to segue into tonight's program. I do want to send one shout-out to a brother by the name of Cece. I know you're familiar with Brother Cece. Okay. Oh, yes, Brother Cece. Uh, Brother Cece. Yes. Yeah. Brother Cece will be a future guest on the show. I had the privilege of attending a workshop yesterday in um, Brooklyn at the Marcus Garvey Center. He actually had a room full of um, brothers and sisters, some um, some um, dignitaries from the African village, yes. Um, Brother uh, Ray Hagan's African village, a man who I respect highly, okay, um, you know. Once again, you know, I don't, I don't share, you know what I'm saying, everybody's, whatever they have, that's a man that I respect. I respect what he does. And um, the brother had a class on solar. It was a certification class, a $2,000 certification class. He allowed me to sit on, sit in on it to take notes and learn. And what he's doing is he's certifying the um, – he's certifying – he was in contact with a company who is, um, you know, basically in charge of the certification for solar, um, just solar certification, you know what I mean, because it, it, it allows you to install solar panels, but it also allows you to install geothermal technology, 
and all kind of stuff. It, it is, it is, it is, it's an ocean of new technology coming with the green movement. Um, I was blown away. Uh, once again, he shared what I shared on the show before, that um, this is um, a market that is not dominated by anybody of color. I don't, you know, we could come up with all the names and, you know, titles that we want to, but we're not inside of that pot and inside of that, uh, inside of that industry. The New York is about to go green. Other places around the nation is about to go green. DC is going to go green. They're going to have a push to go green and we have to be ready family. We have to be ready with certifications. We have to have coalitions. I'm in my phase right now. I guess it was the fact that I have a new seed and I, and I came out of Texas where I saw industry at its finest that is really about certifications, um, you know, skills and trades right now for me. I'm, 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 you know, I went and got my OSHA license. I'm going to go get certified in the solar training. I'm snatching up as many certifications and licenses that I can, hands-on stuff. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in my building phase, you know, and I'm in my phase where I want, brothers and sisters to become empowered with these certifications can actually stop talking and become an industry. I I don't wanna like I'm I'm see I had to just pause myself. I had to catch myself. I'm just I'm about solutions right now, family. And I love the studying and the information and everything, but there's more work to be done. We have to switch into three point oh at this point. And it's interesting that we're going to have this show tonight because the technology of solar is very interesting when you do the history of, on it and when you learn about um, its benefits and what it does and how it's saving, you know, uh, um, the planet versus drilling for oil, you know, all kind of alternatives that they're utilizing for um, energy and whatnot that we know that, you know, we, we are being overcharged and basically pillaged for our um, fiat, our notes and whatnot, because we don't have to pay for all of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? We could completely be off of the grid, or we could switch off and on to the grid with these alternatives. So look forward for that show. The brother has economic solutions. He's going to talk about real-life solutions, not you know what I'm saying? Not stuff that's prophetic or not stuff, not speculation. Stuff that you can really get into and utilize because the power and it, and it's also going to tie into politics. The brother Sharif came on the show a few weeks ago and spoke about that, and he hit me to that as well. So there's going to be um, some very good information coming up in the near future. So yeah, let's go on to the show. Yes. So again, in in my campaign of giving respect where it's due, irrespective of any politics. I want to say that um, this show is connected to an event that um, took place earlier this week. You know, I got an inbox from my brother, Minister Jew, right? He's one half of uh, Noble Ampoo's team, the priesthood. And it was brought to my attention. They was about to do a show called Resolution 444, you know. And I said, okay, let me check this out, you know, because I know that the brother 
was there from the inception point. When I first put the Law of 44 together, when I was reading um, the book by Jose Arguelles, Time in the Technosphere, you remember we was in Harlem, the brother was right there. Yes, and sir. he helped and assisted with a lot of the information in terms of by way of uh, cosmology and, and Kabbalah and things of that nature. And I maybe wouldn't have been able to put those things together or move on the rituals that we did going to these particular grid points and really tapping in, right? So the, the call to action was, 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 was answered. And funny enough, you know, some of the original cast that was there when we started going to these mounds and putting the work in, also a part of the story that I'm going to tell you. So Resolution 444 was dealing with the brother's call to action for the family to become more proactive in, in the area of Detroit, in the city of Detroit, you know, getting down there, getting on the ground, getting some of this real estate. Mm-hmm. So he did a show where he put the call out, and he basically wants to mobilize the leaders of the community, you know, the people that have the ability to mobilize the masses to get on one accord and move forward where we can build this new city, this new city of Motown, you know, because they got property for $20 and lots for a dollar. And you know the narrative has been shared on this program before. But um, the time is now. So on the follow-up show, Brother Amin Ra, shout out to Amin Ra, Amara called and he offered a property. You know, we know that Amara's knee deep in the real estate game and he's been telling us about Detroit. Okay, so the brother has properties in Detroit and he made a move on it. You know what I'm saying? He was like, Look, I'm gonna offer up this property. So I'm saying that to say, you know, I salute all of the individuals that are participating in that particular movement, and I believe they have a website that's live right now, resolution444.com. You can go and check it out and see what that's about. Support it, sign a petition, push it around, do what needs to be done, because the work is being done, right? So mm-hmm. I had that, that particular number in my mind, and I remember, you know, when, when the whole situation with Syria was going down, I explained to the family, I did a, um, I did a, a Facebook posts, you know, where I was explaining that um, Damascus, right, is 444, and of course, you know, the root of Damascus, which is dam, which is blood, is 44. We was dealing with the whole aspect of the road to Damascus is where Saul turned to Paul. That weekend, they had a fight with Saul Canelo and um, Mayweather. When you add up Canelo's name, his name equal Barack. When you add up uh, Mayweather's name and then Barack was over so I knew that the government shutdown was coming based on the defeat that we saw and he took a public defeat by taking a thrashing by the bear, by the Russian that was all biblical, dealing with Daniel um, 17 and um, uh, another, uh, one, one of the other uh, prophecies I think it was Isaiah there was a prophecy in Isaiah that was talking about that as well so mm-hmm. all of these things started taking place, and I started paying attention to the fact that we are in biblical times, you know, and the narrative is playing out, it's taking place, and all of the people involved are your players, okay? But we're players in this particular game as well, especially those that have these particular biblical handles attached to their names, such as Paul's and the Phil's and the Aaron's and the Moses and the David's and especially the Michael's, okay? Michael. 
So, yeah, this number, like I said, is a, is a very prominent number. But what I didn't really speak on is the number of the angels, the angelic order, carried the number 444, right? So yesterday I get a phone call from a young lady who is resonating with the number 44 as well. She shared information dealing with the number 44. And she told me that she has um, some information that she needs to share, okay? And what happened, I'm not going to get into the whole story. I'm going to bring in a nice host and, and let her walk us through that. But what happened was a surreal experience. And it was almost tantamount to what we experienced when we were uh, younger in the year 2000 when we first came to California. We hadn't seen the Matrix yet, but we experienced something where we were introduced to a, a sister named Mother Sabrina, and it was just like meeting the Oracle. You know what I'm saying? We was walked in, and we met the Oracle, and the Oracle had Morpheus in, in, in the crib, in the, in the personage of a brother named Modog, okay? Mm-hmm. Modog Sirius, okay? Modog Sirius is from a Sirius star system. We saw the brother levitate, like, all the way upstairs. He, he showed us reptilians, like, it went down when we met that unit of elders who really put us, gave us pretty much some mystical keys or the keys to mysticism uh, as they were applied to what was going on out here in, in the West, right? Totally changed our perspective on things. Again, another piece of the component that was responsible for putting us on our path. Yesterday was part two of that when I met this sister. Straight oracle energy, you know what I'm saying? So it's only right that Again, we're here with the red and the blue pill, having this experience with the Oracle. I don't want to waste the family's time anymore. Um, I want to open up the door and bring in to the Mama Oracle. This is our esteemed guest for the evening, Sister Manaji. Okay, call her from the three two three seven seven nine. Peace. Yes, I'm on the Greetings. line. Yes, you are. Welcome to Normal yes. Radio. Yes. Yes. Thank yes, you for yes, having indeed. me on. Well, absolutely. It is an honor to have you with us, you know, and it's an honor to even be in position to have this platform for you to share tonight's most important message. So Thank before you. we get into that message, I would like you to just very briefly explain to the family who you are and what it is that you do. I am uh, Srinata Devi Premananda, and those who um, who work closely with they call me Mataji, which means spiritual mother. And I have a center here in South Central Los Angeles for the last 28 years. And the center is called Eagle Wings of Enlightenment Center. And I service the community here in Los Angeles, in America, and worldwide. Whatever is needed, we make the prayers. Whatever is needed for the earth, we make the ceremonies. Whatever we need, whatever is needed for individuals, we help them accordingly to God's will. 
Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, and do you care to speak on, you know, which experiences have been I witnessed your wonderful temple in South Central Los Angeles? Some people will be like, South Central? <laughs> Can you explain to the family why South Central? Because South Central is part of the whole earth, just like Chicago is, New York is, Florida is, Africa is. We only have one mother earth. And over the years, and even presently, people fear to come to South Central. They have given South Central a bad name just because there is few crimes that may take place, it does not mean that it is a bad place. When we say that a city is bad, we're also saying that part of that city is Mother Earth is bad. Every human being on Earth may have problems. Every human being might have a little trouble sometime in their life. But those problems and trouble does not exist always. Same way here in South Central. Sometimes the crime is high, sometimes it's low, sometimes there is no crime at all. What begins to take place in a place is that we have to strive to work together and get along with one another and understand each other more and to welcome more of the spirituality in our daily life. So South Central is a beautiful place. It's not a bad place. And God has placed me here just like he has placed you where you at, people all over the world. We think that we place ourselves but it's God that opened the doors for us and placed us where we are. So where I'm at, I'm at home. Where you at, you at home. Where the people in Chicago at, they are at home. New York, Africa, India, Europe, they are at home. That's right. And I thank you for that, you know, and I really got a chance, you know, attending the Taste of Soul to see the beautiful faces of South Central Los Angeles, the beautiful people of Los Angeles, period. The yeah. California family, they were in the building. They are just like me and you, family, everywhere else that we're at. Beautiful people, you know, in need of a little bit of help, but beautiful people nonetheless. You know what I'm saying? We are all family. We are all one. I want you to share with the extension of your services have um, brought you to in regards to, you know, Los Angeles being on the coast of the Pacific Ocean. You know what I'm saying? Can you speak about that coast? Can you speak about that ocean? What power lies inherent in the mortals? Okay. The service uh, our center has been doing, we would say for the last 25 years, is the service of going there every full moon, unbroken now for 25 years. Um, myself and a group of sacred women, we go to make prayers at the waters every full moon before sunrise. 
Uh, we call it the Ocean Ceremony. And we're greeted by the Sacred Mother called Mother Yemaya. And we make the offerings and with the prayers. And sometimes it's seven women, sometimes it's 20, sometimes it's 30, sometimes it's 50, sometimes it's three. But we faithfully do this as a way of life for all of our relations. In my journey, I have... I've been introduced to the ancient way of life, the ancient way of living with all people, with the Mother Earth, with the elementals, with the creatures, with our ancestors. And with those teachings, I try my best to fully embody them. When I was given the ceremony to make offerings and pray at the ocean, that would be 27 years ago, in July 1986, my first time going and having seven significant offerings and having those offerings and sitting there meditating with the water for the first time and knowing that I'm getting ready to embark on the ancient ceremony, I said, let me pray, let me meditate, let me make sure when I go to this ocean that I approach that ocean in a proper way. So in my meditation and sitting and contemplating, getting ready to go and approach the Mother Ocean, the great Mother Yemaya came, who I'd never met before in this lifetime. Some of my friends, uh, part of the Yoruba community, uh, they do many practice with the great Mother. But I myself had never met and I really did not know much about her. But when she approached me, my eyes were fixed, totally fixated upon her because of her stunning, regal, her beauty, her majestic beauty. And at the same time, I felt a sweetness of a power. And she spoke those words to me, and she knew what I was about to do and how sacred that would be and to continue that and help the women, and most of all, do it on the full moon, every full moon. And then she went on to say, I will come and I will be with you, with you when you come to the waters here. So with that encouragement, having received the ceremony from the native people of this land, and then to meet the great mother out of Africa, my heart was overjoyed that I've come to a place in my life that I will connect with the waters, the great ocean, but now I've made a connection with the mother, Yemaya. So with that blessing, I started helping individual women that needed to purify their body, their minds, their heart, their spirit. I began to learn that the Mother Ocean takes it all away from us, and at the same time, she rejuvenates us, and we become whole women again, where we can serve our community. Not only that, I have come to realize also within that two years before 1988, that as I would make the offerings from my heart, not requesting anything of myself, 
I began to realize that those prayers would be answered so quickly that what was going to happen, the Mother Nature may well come upon us, the waters or the tornadoes or the hurricanes or the tsunamis will begin to cease. Then when I met my elder, who was a grandmother, Natalie, from the Shumash Nation, I began to talk with her and go see her and sit with her. And I told her, I said, Grandmother, I have started this ocean ceremony every full moon. And she said, Oh, daughter. She said, You're picking up where I left off. She said, In our culture for years, unbroken, myself and my mother would always go down to the Los Angeles River with the other women in the community, and we would make the prayers and the offerings. And she said, we make the prayers and the offerings to the Los Angeles River. She said, that maintained the harmony and the unity within our family and community. She said, it's very important that you continue this ceremony and she said, don't stop it and encourage all the women, whoever you can talk to, to join you in that ceremony. She said, that ceremony is what keeps a community together. So in 1988, more women heard about it and they became committed. And since then, it has been unbroken for 25 years. Yes, that is unprecedented in terms of your dedication to the mother. Mm-hmm. And I would like to yes, use this particular time to segue directly into why we are here this evening. Yes. Yes. And so why we are here this evening is because in the communication with the mother, ocean mother, mother Himaya, on this past full moon, the 18th of October, going once again to before sunrise, it is called the time of the creator. Before the sunrise, the creator has his time. And that's between 3 a.m. in the morning and 4.30 a.m. in the morning. And Sanskrit is called the Brahmamurti hour. But that is the time of the Creator awakening and turning the cosmos energy in such a sacred pure time that who meditates, who prays, who make the ancient ceremonies, that ceremony becomes very effective, not only for oneself, but for all those who are part within that community, known to themselves or unknown, they still receive the blessing. So on the Friday 18, we had seven women, and as you know, seven is auspicious number. With the number seven, you can reach your prayers to the heavens, we say. 
We can leave this material plane and complete with number seven to our seventh chakra. And from that seventh chakra, which is that where? The thousand petal lotus is standing upward to the eighth chakra, ninth, tenth. But going to the heavens, that offering can be reached and those prayers can be received. So when I realized seven women, it was seven of us, I said something, I knew something was going to happen in particular. There was something more, we would call for more prayers, or whatever else that may be needed. So this was the first time in 25 years, going to the Mother Ocean, that I didn't see a Mother Yamaya. So I asked, I said, Mother Yamaya, where are you? What is going on? Before I asked the Mother Yemaya that question, I saw that there was two, like, black vultures. I had not seen that type of bird before on the waters. But they had appearance. They were jet black. They looked like vultures. So in turn, I asked them, I said, why you have come? And the answer was, they said, I have come for the dead. And they took their beaks and beak into the water like they were looking for something dead. And they kept looking for a little while. Then after that, I didn't see Mother Yemaya. So I asked, Mother, where are you? And then I could hear the voice sweetly, and she says, I'm at the depths of the ocean. I'm in the depths of the ocean. And she said, I'm taking care down in the depths of the ocean because there's so much, so much, the nuclear toxicity has gone into the depths of the ocean. And she also said that Olukun, which is the depths of the ocean, was also upset. And this is where she was. So then I just went into more prayers, realizing that the ocean itself was experiencing a lot of negative energy, a lot of poison. So we made the seven, we made the 13 offerings, seven women, 13 distinctive offerings, over this 25 years, those offerings have come from Mother Yemaya. The first one came, first seven came from the native elder. And then the rest, Mother Yemaya would teach us and, and give us and increase the offerings at different points over the last 25 years. So we have, we make the 13 offerings and we completed that and with the prayers. But as I was walking out of the water with the other women, we all felt inside it was a different type of night because we all are sensitive. We've been doing this for many years now. But we know that we don't speak there at the water because whatever we have made and asked the Creator for the petition for all of our relations, the two-legged, winged ones, creepy crawlers, the ones in the waters, our ancestors, the one that flies in the sky. 
even the moons or the planet, or whatever is needed, we make those offerings. But when I got to the drier part of the land, I looked to my right and I saw a dead body. And it was a human. And I said, oh, a dead human body. But then I realized I only was seeing it in a vision form. And I noticed that that the water had pushed it up. Then the two vultures had told me that they were looking for the dead. This was the first time this had happened in 25 years. So inside, I knew that I must make more prayers. So we had evening prayer again, and the same message came that the water was so full of intoxication from the nuclear waste that has been going into the water since 2011. And that some way I'm waiting inside. How can I get the message out to the people? And what will that message be? So on Monday morning, during our early morning hour prayer, we pray every morning here for all the people, world peace, for our president, for the Congress, everybody, anyone that needs prayer. Then after that, we I go for several hours, and in the contemplation and in receiving the message, what message should I put forth? After speaking with the great mother, Yemaya, seeing the vultures, seeing the human dead body on the shore, then what message should I put out? So the message that came is the one that uh, I was sent to you today and that was briefly shared with you last night. If it's okay with you, I'd like to go forward with the message. Absolutely. Please do. Okay. The message that has been sent out now in the last 24 hours, and I have been receiving some response. And that message is the urgent call to all people, people in California, America, and worldwide. Uh, the first part of the message is basically that I ask people to go on the, on the Google themselves and look at the, one of the latest articles of Fukushima, October 3rd, 2013. And it says, Fukushima leaks radioactive water into the Pacific. And since March 2011, the radioactive water has been leaking into the Pacific Ocean. The Pacific Ocean is at a critical point in the history of its life forms. Giant fishes and serpents have been reported coming up dead on the shorelines of the west coast of California. Masses of life forms are sick and dying inside the great mother ocean. It is predicted that more bodies of life forms will be emerging from the Pacific Ocean. Many people know that Japan had a major tsunami and earthquake in March of 2011, which resulted in a nuclear reactor has been leaking massive radioactivity into the mother ocean. And this activity has been ongoing. 
Also, the message says that it's time for us to pray, fast, and also get along with one another. That means start forgiving those that you have discard with. Start forgiving those even if they're your enemy. Come together and start a compromise with one another. So doing the praying and fasting and, and extending yourself out to be more friendly and more loving kindness, this is going to help the negativity to become less and less. It is also said in the message that this impact on the Pacific Ocean affects all of us. You see, working with the ocean, like I have for 25 years, is not just working with a body of water. The ocean represents consciousness. Ocean, the water is used for purification. It is also a symbol of the Holy Spirit. Metaphysically, esoterically, once you put your feet into the water and you offer the prayers and the offerings, it begins to cleanse not only your physical body, but it also cleanses simultaneously your astral body. And it also goes to your causal body. So that way that you become renewed individual once you have left that ocean of water. So with ocean being metaphysically the consciousness, it's a moving consciousness. Some metaphor teaching is say the ocean is God itself. They say we are the waves and God is the ocean. And that's why they say we are one with God. And the little wave all the time comes out and then it goes back unto God. And that is his oneness. And sometimes the little wave does not recognize that it is with God oneness. But it enjoys being the wave. And then when it goes back, is oneness with God. So ocean and making the prayers and having this as a way of life. Not only the physical ocean that we are affected by the physical ocean, but the cosmic ocean as well. So the significance that the ancient of days knew in this land, the native people know in this land, people out of Mother Africa knows, the significance of going to the water and what the difference of water will make in an individual life and a community. So this is, we, have, we have gathered this knowledge and understanding of the water. Okay, it is said that if the life form in the ocean perish, so will mankind. In the beginning was Mother Earth, and Mother Earth was a mass of water. And then the land parted, the waters parted by the power of God. Then God said, you know, let me create the man. And then from man I will create the woman. And then inhabitants began on earth. So man and woman wasn't even thought of in the beginning. The beginning always was this earth and the mass of water. So once we understand that, that the first life form comes out of the water, 
man has to realize that you cannot pollute the water. Because if everything die in the water, so will man die. The ocean took birth on earth before mankind. It is the original life form of Mother Earth. All creatures inside the womb of Mother Earth are our relations. Some people just see a fish for fish to eat. Okay? They don't understand that the fish has a purpose inside that water. The fish that they found on the beach here, not too far from myself, was 19 feet long. That is an ancient one that lives at the bottom of the ocean with Olukun. And they have some bigger than that. I'm praying that they will survive. Because man has so much less knowledge to understand that that is not a fish. To him, it looked like a fish. And if if that fish was alive, he would try to eat it. But it came up as a sacrifice for everything that's going on inside that ocean. Those are ancient ones that live at the bottom of the ocean. Because man has lost his disconnection with the ancient ones here in this land of Turtle Island, North America. He don't understand that that is his relative. And they have a great purpose of keeping the ecology together inside the mother ocean just like the whales just like the dolphins you see just like the sharks just like the serpents the sea monsters the dragons the mermaids and the mermans all the creatures inside that ocean they have a purpose So it is said, let us give back to our relations and recognize what we have done in the past and started sincerely forgiving one another and seeing our brothers and sisters as families, as a family, and ask forgiveness for any abuse that was put upon the creatures inside the ocean by the people of the earth. Hate will breed hate. Wrong action will breed wrong actions. Destructive thinking breathes destructive thinking. False judgment breathes false judgment. Disharmony breathes disharmony. Sickness breathes sickness. Negativity breathes negativity. Immorality breathes immorality. Selfishness breathes selfishness. Beastly nature breathes beastly nature. Don't hate, be loved. Don't do wrong actions. Be righteous. Don't be destructive. Be constructive. Don't have false judgment. God is the only judge. Don't create disharmony. Be harmony. Don't cause sickness. Be well. Don't send negativity. Be positive. Don't be immoral. Be moral. Don't be selfish. Be selfless. Don't be beastly, be divine. Join with all people at this time in prayer. Let us pray and meditate daily ten times a day, not one, two, three, four, five, or six or seven, 
but let us pray 10 times because 10 is God's number. One and that zero goes to infinity and there's only one God with many names. You see? And there are many forms. But there's only one God, the Spirit. So these 10 attributes of love and righteousness being constructive, non-judgmental, being of harmony, being of wellness, positive, moral, selfless, and our true nature divine. If we start emulating that more in our daily life, the situation that's going on in the ocean right now will not begin to continue. It will begin to decrease. We have to change our way of living. Not only our thoughts, but we must change the way of living. At this time, I'm asking everyone now to go within your heart because I'm going to recite this prayer three times. Go within your heart with me. I want you to listen from your heart. And the prayer goes like this. It says, Dear God, may we be forgiven for all the wrong we have done to the Pacific Ocean and the creatures inside. Grant us the wisdom and knowledge to stop the leaking of the radioactivity for the healing of the massive destruction that has been taking place by unrighteous action. May the Mother Ocean and her relations be healed. Dear God, may we be forgiven for all the wrong we have done to the Pacific Ocean and the creatures inside. Grant us the wisdom and knowledge to stop the leaking of the radioactivity for the healing of the massive destruction that has taken place by unrighteous actions. May the Mother Ocean and her relations be healed. Dear God, may we be forgiven for all the wrong we have done to the Pacific Ocean and the creatures inside. Grant us the wisdom and knowledge to stop the leaking of the radioactivity and for the healing of the massive destruction that has been placed by unrighteous actions. May the Mother Ocean and her relations be healed. Peace, peace, peace. Be still and know that there is a God. Peace, peace, peace. Be still and know that there is a God. Peace, peace, peace. Be still and know that there is a God. Let us be humble. Let us be kind. Let us all be more loving and caring. Let us allow each other to share. Let us all support one another. Let us properly take care of the Mother Earth. At this time, plant the seed of love. Plant the seed of compassion. Plant the seed of harmony. Plant the seed of unity. Plant the seed of respect towards all creatures, human beings, and this Mother Earth. Kindly make the prayer from your heart and join all people daily, ten times a day, 
on the hour, 6 a.m. hour, 7 a.m., 8 a.m. hour, 9 a.m., 10 a.m. hour, 11 a.m., 12 noon, 1 p.m., 2 p.m., 3 p.m. And the fasting began yesterday, October 21st. We'll go all the way through January 27, 2014, for 99 days. Fast daily. Stop eating something that satisfies your desires, like junk food, coffee, candy, cookies. No drinking alcohol or soda. No smoking. Less sex. And sacrifice one meal a day. Fasting is a sacred offering for all those creatures that are sick and have lost their lives due to mankind's lack of love and wisdom. We are all children of the Mother Earth. Let us not forget this. As we thank it and do it, so will our world be. As we thank it and do it, so will our world be. As we thank it and do it, so will our world be. There's a need, there's a call for 444 people, 444 people, times 100,000 equals 44,400,000, 444 people participating will increase the holy vibration by 100,000, which will magnify it into 44,400,000 blessing for world peace. Be one of the 444 people and give back to the Pacific Ocean and all of its relation. It is time. Don't delay. Our Mother Ocean needs our prayer and fasting today. In God's holy name, may our offering be received and accepted for God's creation. Peace and blessing unto you. Share this message with love and email us of your acceptance and participation, E-W-O-E-C at earthlink.net. Thank you. Yes. God, hallelujah. Yes. Praise be to the Lord. Yes, indeed. One more time, can you repeat the email address? The email address for Eagle Wings of Enlightenment Center is E-W-O-E-C at net. It is the initials of the center, which is Eagle Wings of Enlightenment Center. E-W-O-E-C at net. Indeed. Yeah. That was a very, very powerful heartfelt summation that you offered us. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, is it okay at this time if I go to the phone lines? Do you have anything additional that you wanted to add? But, but yes, before before I do do that, oh, yeah, let me please allow you to answer. Yes, I I want to thank you, young man, and all the young men like you in America. When I see you. When I meet with you and I talk with you, I feel good inside. Because you, young men, you are strong. And you have so much to offer. And you're trying your best to do.
do your best to help others, whether it's through your music, it's through the knowledge you have gained with the sharing of the books you have read or talking to elders or different teachers or traditions. You know, I am elated by your presence myself and by all young men like you in America. I just say to all you young men, stay strong. Stay upon the path. Just meditate more because that energy you have is very powerful. But go deeper inside and meet God inside yourself. And so when you speak more in the future, that holy vibration will leave you and more will come to the sacred path of the true path of divinity and be able to capture more information of the cosmos or from the heavens or from the ocean or even from the trees, you know, or from other interplanetary holy beings. And you'll be able to share it in such a way that it will help others to grow. So I appreciate you that your program, that you, your family, and your friends have allowed me to come on here today. And I really wish all of you the best. And just please, never get off the path and look out for each other and stay on the path. That's my message. Thank you so much. And the family has gathered here on this evening. I see quite a few hands up. And I will call Q. With your permission, can I go to the phone lines at this time? Yes. Indeed. Okay. Let me um, go to the first hand that I see up in the call queue. This is caller from 347. Caller from the 347-972. Caller. Peace. Greetings. Excuse me. Did I? Did you want to ask me something? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, greetings. Hello? Peace, greetings, Sister California. Oh, I, I didn't even press the number. Oh, my. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> greetings. Oh, my God. This is, this is miraculous because I didn't even press one. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> well, now that I'm on the line, I would like to say yes. greetings and namaste to the beautiful sister and and the whole family of Nodalege Radio. It has been such a synchronistic um, ration going out because recently, as uh, this past Friday, uh, our beloved brother, Ross Ben, did a, a presentation on Fukushima and the energies and what we have to do to um, circumvent and send various energies and how we can protect ourselves from what's going on. And no sooner that I got in, I got a call from Sister Rhonda talking about Fukushima. And I'm saying... Why? Everything is lining up. Yes. 
and 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 I'm thankful to be able to speak with you, my sister, and hopefully, hopefully we will, um, you know, get the opportunity to meet one another um, when I come out west. Hmm. I'm looking forward to the meeting. All yes, are welcome. Yes, yes. Yes, and and thank you for um, sending the email to me, and I'm sending it out to as many people that I know of. And you know, like I said, I just got finished buying a. Uh, I was guided to buy a blue uh, candle in reference to you know the earth and and our beloved ocean and everything that you were saying. I ashay it a thousand times into infinity, and I just wanted to say that to you, but I didn't even know that I was in the call queue. This is miraculous, you know? Yes. As you my blessing. Yes, <laughs> thank you very everybody much. Now. And, keep, and keep up the great works, and, and thank you, um, uh, Notalege Radio, uh, Red Pill and Blue Pill, for facilitating uh, our beloved sister, uh, in doing these works, like she said, it affects the whole planet. You can't be acting like, oh, well, I'm in New York, and, and oh, that, that thing happened all the way over in Fukushima. No way. See, that mm-hmm. is the mindset that, that the powers that be want to say to us that we're separate from one another, but we are not. That's an illusion. That's so right. on that note, I say to you, my queen, Empress, and to the emperors, and kings of Nodalege Radio, and to the entire chat room, Om Shanti, Om Shanti, Om Gamgana Pataye Namaha. For all blockages to be removed, and blessings be abound to each and every one. Thank you, Ashe. Oh, yeah, yes, indeed. Sister Gafonia, is it possible that you can bring Ross Ben on, on a three-way, possibly? Yes, let me let me do that. I'm gonna put you on hold and bring in uh yes. Okay. Uh, yes indeed. I'm I will put um you on hold. Yes. Okay, I'll take another call in the meantime, real quick. Okay, caller from the nine seven three three eight four. Nine seven three three eight four caller. Peace. Greetings, nine seven three caller. Are you there? Okay. I'll come back to that caller. Let me go to caller from the 786 786 603 786. That's Florida. 603 786. Caller, peace. Peace, 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 Red. This is Fatima in Miami. How's everybody doing? Yes. Peace. Greetings to Miami. So it's yes, Fatima, definitely. correct? Um, peace. Yes, it's Fatima. I wanted to make a, a comment. Something I observed today. I met with a client of mine. And she's a marine biologist, and she studies shrimp. And she was telling me that the shrimp that are farm-raised, are they're finding that they're safer to eat than the shrimp that comes out of the ocean. And she was just telling me about how, you know, we have to get our acts together in terms of, you know, what we're doing on the planet because the waters are so polluted. And this is over here in the Atlantic, what I'm yeah. talking about. It's not even the Pacific. 
So yeah, mm-hmm. I just when the sister was talking, you know, about everything that's going on in the Pacific and Fukushima, I was thinking about the conversation that I had with my client today. And um, I just wanted to share that, but I loved all the information and the prayer that you sent out. I thought it was amazing and much needed. I say I give thanks. Mm. And blessing to you. And may you go down to the waters there in the Atlantic and talk to the waters and make offerings on behalf of all of your relatives there. She will receive those offerings. It helps. Yes. Yes. And thank you for your love. You're welcome. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Sister Fatima. And um, yeah, we definitely got to understand the connection <laughs> to the waters, you know, the Atlantic Ocean as well, okay? Yep. Peace. Definitely. Peace. Okay, let us go to caller from the 215. Caller from the 215-560. Caller from the 215. Hello, divine peace and blessings. Peace. This is Avarisha from Philly. Peace, peace. How is everybody? Oh, we're divine. Can you hear me? Oh, okay. I'm I'm sitting here in in the listening audience audience and I'm just I'm so shook, you know. Um the elder, you know, you have a very powerful spirit. And I just want to thank you for blessing me tonight with your presence, you know. I I haven't been on a Block Talk radio show in a while and I just came across this when it said Yemaya, it caught my attention and Yes, the synchronicity is definitely there. Um, I not too long ago posted last week, right before, you know, the being came out of the ocean, I was just posting on my Facebook page that I wasn't going to, um, you know, I was going on a seafood restriction because somehow amnesia, amnesia can slip in and just make you forget that, you know, radiation travels, the waters travel, um, not just that. I've been on, you know, the topic of our drinking supply for a minute, you know, and um, I just was like something just hit me and was like, do not eat the fish, do not eat the seafood, anything from the ocean at this moment. It's not healthy, it's not safe, you know. Um, California is is right in the path of of the devastation in, in, uh, of Fukushima. So it just made sense. It didn't matter to me. Farm raised today is GMO. You know, mm. I don't know. It, I don't know if it's. There is just too many synchronicities where we're being forced to eat non-foods, mm. and uh, also the agent that is used to clean the ocean of the oil spill we had here in our own United States that we also forget about. Um, mm. It's not healthy for us. Uh, mm-hmm. This I forget the name of this this agent, this chemical that they're using to clean the oil from the water, but it's still it's still not safe to go there and get into the waters and eat from the you know the fish. Hmm. I think it's I called coags or something like that. Yes. Yes. It's definitely yeah, it's deadly. Right. It gives it's a slow death. 
okay? Mm-hmm. And so it's not safe to eat anything from the oceans at the at this moment. It's not even safe. You know, we just I just read a report yesterday, or was it the day before yesterday, sometime this weekend, I read a report where now you can find human carcinogens, which are cancer-causing cells or agents, in our drinking water. Now, mm-hmm. they've created, you know, and that's, to me, I mean, we're definitely in a famine, and people fail to realize because we have so many non-foods on the shelves in the supermarket to the point where so we don't pay attention to the food supply that we're really supposed to be eating is not even healthy for us either. You know, um, Whole Cells was busted for, for telling everyone that they had non-genetic, uh, genetically modified foods in their in their store, and they were court-busted, you know, red-handed, lying. And, you know, the food source on the planet is is depleted. And it's it's not even really that it's depleted. It's not depleted. It is purposely being removed. And that, to me, is scary. I don't know if anybody else doesn't feel afraid of that. I am afraid of that, mm-hmm. you know, Um to, in order to eat healthy, you have to be of a certain class, you know, and I think that's that's wrong. We have a definite emergency on the planet right now, and it's time for all of the children on the planet that are um, are for and in, in support of the Orishas and, uh, and including my own day, and Candomblé and all of these, you know, spiritual, you know, um, religions that we have, it's time for us to get active and really start putting some work in to, you know, I mean, it's nothing for me to do a reading on someone's loving relationship, but, Mm -hmm. you know, it's really hard to get people organized and moving in a direction where we are actually being revolutionary, you know. And another thing I wanted to touch on, I don't want to take up too much time, was that it really shocked me yesterday. I posted uh, Huey P. Newton's speech, his thought on homosexuality and the women's movement and how I did a reading and I consulted with the spirits and asked pretty much what is it we need to do as black people in America to survive what I fear may happen. And they told me that we will have to do things in stealth. And Spirit told me that we will have to learn unconditional love. And if we can't learn unconditional love, then it's a wrap. And that also includes accepting the fact that there is homosexuality. They are among us. They look like us. We gave birth to them. They are parents of ours. They are children of ours. They are part of us as well. No one said that just because they're homosexual that you had to become homosexual just like them. It's not contagious. But they have experienced a defect in society. I believe that I don't want to get into my beliefs. Mm-hmm. But it's just the importance of during a time like now where revolution is very important that we have to embrace and build allies allies with other people that are oppressed. And we can't do that if we're finger-pointing and saying this person does not belong to, does not deserve to exist 
because they are not like me. This whole planet, you know, there there are plants that aren't alike. There are trees that aren't alike. There are fish in the ocean that aren't alike. There are sharks that aren't alike. And we have to learn to embrace humanity. And that's pretty much what I wanted to say. And it was a pleasure speaking with you and, you know, Brothers Blue Pill and, and Red Pill, I appreciate y'all, okay? Well, just thanks. We appreciate you as well. Yeah, thank you for your sharing. Thank you for your, yeah, thank you for your testimony, your words of wisdom. You're welcome. You're welcome. And please, you know, continue to stay on that campaign and put this information in front of the face of people who may know or who may not know. You know, I made a vow earlier in the beginning of this show to be less judgmental and really focus on self. But as somebody with, with two eyes and one mouth, I can't help but bearing witness to certain things that need to be spoken of. And in particular... You know, this past this past weekend when I was at the Taste of Soul out here in Los Angeles, we're talking about an event that I, you know, I don't really know how to calculate numbers. I felt like I saw a million people. <laughs> mm. So it, it might have been a few thousand short of that, but it was it was deep. It was out there, and when I tell you the lines to the um the seafood concession stands, whoever was selling seafood, whether it was, you know, crab cakes or um, fried fish or shrimp or anything, like, I really don't think that our people have a firm understanding about what's taking place. So here we are in the information age, and those of us that are endowed with this information, it's almost... Paramount and, 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 and you know it's almost our calling to inform the family. I, I doubt that if they knew the, the the condition of radiation, that those lines would have looked like that. And we're talking about, and I've spoken on this many times about how I'm blown away when I go to a cultural event or you know just an event with our people, and it's 99 degrees outside, and they want fried food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's that SNS, it's that, that sodium, that salt, and that sugar. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're literally addicted to it. And um, it was just on that fish hard body. And as a community, we have to know that that fish is coming out of out the Pacific is going to be distributed in the hood first, mm-hmm. you know. Amongst us, it's going to be given to us first. You know, and um, and it's crazy because, you know, we're the ones selling it. Shabazz fish, and, and, you know, that's when you go around the country. If I'm at an event in Philly, it's, some, you know, it's, it's somebody named Shabazz selling some fish. If you go to an event in New York, somebody named Shabazz selling some fish. I was up in Oakland. It's somebody named Shabazz selling some fish. So if the family has an a, a in-line to the Shabazz family, if anybody knows who that is, Please send them an email, you know what I'm saying, forward them some information about what's going on, you know, that they shouldn't be complicit with the slow death of of, of the family, you know, just to turn the buck. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Let alone the health concerns without the radiation when it comes to that fish. Mm-hmm. You know, but that the fish is just radiated. Yeah, yeah. But uh, one thing I want to share briefly, this radiated food is not restricted to a race of people. This radiated food is, is given all over America. Mm. The people, all people have to be educated in this land and know how to test your food even if you buy it. Learn how to test your water before you drink it. Mm. You see, the ocean is huge. There are many fishermen. There are many markets, you see. And, this, and the neighborhoods, a lot of the neighborhoods are mixed. So there are many communities are unaware of what has transpired over the years with the seafood. Correct. Mm-hmm. You see. So it's not one group no more like what you may think. It's happening all over. If you go to McDonald's, you see all races of people there. You go to Burger mm-hmm. King, you see all races of people. You go to El Loco, you see all races of people. You don't know where they get their food from, but yet people like fish burger, you see, or fish Mm -hmm. nuggets. Mm -hmm. So it's happening all over America. We have to learn how to, like I said, test a thing ourselves. And before we put it in our mouth, if we know it doesn't test well, then we don't eat it. We have to once again put our hands in the soil and plant a seed and vegetables, and grow our own vegetables. Here at Eagle Wings, we have a vegetable garden. I have fruit trees on the property. I'm planning on expanding my fruit trees. I'm planning on expanding the vegetable garden. I also have two source of water machines on my property. I can test them, you see. So Mm -hmm. I know what I'm eating. I know what I am drinking. Mm-hmm. This is a very positive approach and a positive attitude. But at the same time, we are not selfish people either. If sure. there's a problem, we should be part of the solution. And we are spiritual people, we should be part of the ceremony. And as part of the ceremony, we will make a bigger difference, not only for our relatives that we know, but for all humanity and for this whole earth. Mm-hmm. See? So this is a spiritual stance we have to take by educating ourselves and doing. It's not difficult. We must share our knowledge. And yes. I think, am I still on the line? Yes, you yes. are. Okay. And I totally agree because there I've I've joined a couple of rallies um, myself here in Philadelphia, um, you know, protesting against you know uh, GMO foods, air quality, water quality, you know. And a lot of times people don't understand it. You know, sometimes the marching seems redundant, but being among people that share the same interests and the same progress that you share is a blessing and to know that those people come from many shades, come from many different backgrounds is also a blessing. I think that our people, because most of us have grown up in um, cities 
where we only see ourselves. We're not familiar with what other races or ethnic groups, except for those that are like, you know, Dominican and Puerto Rican or Mexican or whatever have you. Even sometimes there is a segregation. But we we do have to branch out. And there is, there we we are not a people of hate. We we have to realize that there are people that don't look like us that are suffering and don't know that they're suffering, and that's some right. of them do know that they're suffering. Yes. And if we can, you know, that's what the revolution is about. And one of the statements I made last uh, this weekend was, you know, being a master of conversation does not make you a revolutionary thinker. And in that, what I meant when I say that is that when you're a revolutionary thinker, you're thinking on levels of pulling all people together so that all people can speak out against what they dislike. If we exclude this group and we exclude this group for whatever reasons or whatever lacks, we don't have a a revolution. We just have loud noise. And it's no guarantee that we'll get heard. So we have to start thinking outside of the box. We should be strong enough because all of us that are here are strong enough to build and rebuild with people who do not look like us because we should be secure with who we are by now. Mm-hmm on a spiritual level. And once you understand spiritual, that's right. That's it. Everything else you should already know. Mhm. Everything else will follow. Mm, everything else will follow. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Mhm. Just give thanks. I say. I say. All right, so I'm going to go now. I'm not going to hold y'all up. All right. <laughs> All right. Peace and blessings. Peace. In with you. Peace. Let's go to Caller from 864. Caller from the 864-313. 864-313, Caller. Peace. Hotel. Alafia. Peace. Greetings. Peace. Uh, sister, sister Queen. Uh, KTL family, um, it, it feels real good and rejuvenating to, to, to hear uh, a queen speak from an African spiritual stand as yourself, queen. And, um, you know, even from what the last queen was speaking on, I definitely feel the humble heart that we definitely should show. Um but I have to oftentimes, because I am a, a single father, and I have to kind of be like mother and father type of thing. I, I can't be the mother, but I have to kind of have that, you know, that, that edge, so to speak. Um, but uh, where do we, shouldn't we be serving justice, even when we're saying um, about the order of Yamanya or the order of Ma'at? The the order of the the righteous law has been lost. Shouldn't 
doesn't that have to have some type of justice on that side as well as far as restoring that order as, as, as like we are speaking against radiation right now, even when the sister was speaking about homosexuality. I feel like we should speak in a just manner against all inappropriate behaviors, all things that are unrighteous. And I feel like a man, a man is definitely inappropriate. So, you know, it may hurt the way we come about uh, approaching the situation, but I feel like it, it needs to be approached just like brothers out there selling drugs in the community. We can't say, well, oh, okay, well, he has to make it some kind of way. Now, we have to approach these things and some type of way we're going to have to let everybody know and we're going to have to hold accountability. And this is something that I definitely try to, uh, you know, remind myself, even when we when we look at uh, the order that has been lost from us as a people, and I'm going to specifically say us as a black people, and I don't feel like we can be a part of another group if we cannot be a part or functional within our own group of people. You know, and that's that's that that's why I feel like we must be personal with as far as establishing order with the, with being functional within us, and then we can open ourselves up to other people. But as I feel like we should be holding all realms of accountability open right now, just 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 restructuring that. And you know, I don't, I don't think we should re- really take that not seriously. I, I and you know, y'all let me know if uh, how, how how y'all feel about that. I don't know if y'all call me a uh, ogun or <laughs> you know, but uh, I, I feel like we definitely have to stand up right now against maintaining that order. And we can't, you know, we have to be humble. We have been humble long enough. And with that humble spirit, I feel like we have been trampled. We have been, you know, we have been just, just, just plumble, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we, we, we must stand up. We must stand up. We must not really necessarily be violent, but I feel like we, we must have, and even us as men, maintaining that, that, that feminine order. Definitely that I hear from you, mother. I hear it from you. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I know I die for it. You know, mm-hmm. I die for that thing that, that is right here and if we're especially when when it says I die for her for her honor, when they're talking about the Queen of England, the way that they, you know, get down for her, that's the same way we should put our life on the line for your order. And that's mm-hmm. us men and, you know, um you know, and I, and I feel like the, the women should definitely be encouraging us to do that, to stand mm-hmm. up, not be punks, you know, to definitely be standing up against this stuff. So I, I, I definitely thank, uh, once again, KTL, I thank you, Mother, for uh, showing me that you are still here and that you're still uh, working. And, um, you know, like I said, we're we going to be working to restore your order and, and, and place you back where you need to be. You know, and that's it. Whether it be the ocean, whether it be the the, the earth, whether it be uh, in ourselves, you need to be placed back here within us. So we open, we we open it. We 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 here. We put our life on the line for it. Yes. So so hotel Ashe for for ancestors that definitely speak for me that I speak for, and 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 definitely I, I love y'all and, and keep up the good work. 
Mm. Well, thank you so much for your your message. Can I speak with you now? Yes, ma'am. Yes, thank you. You know, there is a divine order in the creation, divine order in the universe. That order has not changed. Human beings live uh, mostly through their desires in life. Most human beings are governed by their desire. Until they merge back into the divinity, then they can see who they really are and also how they can be. Uh, most of the time the human beings are learning all along the way. But as we know, since the beginning of the creation, as we know here on this Mother Earth and in the universe that surrounds us all the way through, God has put man and woman to walk together and to make this planet fruitful and multiply. Ever since the beginning of the creation, now the situations that we have now on earth, there's been a demoralization of the moral behavior and conduct of humanity. Not just one group of people, but of humanity. And what I mean that the greed on earth has increased. The selfishness has increased. Mm-hmm. Haunting of this and that materially has increased. But all those different desires, it has caused imbalance in humanity. The sexuality has increased in such a way that people just want more of sex and not understanding what is sex, but they want more of it because of the way it makes them feel. Over the last couple of years, I've been praying and meditating. Why more men are going towards men sexually? Why more women are going towards women sexually? I have studied the Holy Scriptures like you have and others have had. We know what the Scriptures say. We know what the Orishi says. We know what the Holy God says in the East. We know what the ancient one says in the Mayan traditions and all the aborigine people have been saying since the beginning of eternity. But why all of a sudden we have this flux of increase? Yes, I'm a woman. I marry who I want. I will marry a woman. I'm a man. I will marry a man. As a sister was just on earlier, in my prayers and the revelation I have received, if you brothers and this wonderful gentleman here, if you guys will take up on some more research and share it with your audience, share it with the people. Of the last 50 years or so, there's been scientific research in the seeds. Not 10 years ago, not 20. It's farther than that. And once they decided to start making the seed, the seed, every plant, has a masculine or feminine. You need those two to germinate to have that plant to grow, whether fruit tree or vegetable. What took place is that they took out the masculine seed and only kept the feminine. So in some of the fruits and vegetables today, they said it is seedless. That means it took out 
the masculine seed. So when he took out that masculine seed, and human beings are eating it, like, oh, I don't have to spit a seed out anymore. I don't have to worry about swallowing the seed, my catch in my throat. I'm so glad they did that. They don't do no research. They just say, oh, that grape is seedless. How wonderful. And guess what? The watermelon is seedless, too. I can eat all I, all I want. So what happened? It affects the hormones in your body. It creates... If there's a male seed is not there, it's going to affect what? The female hormones in your body and you male. That hormone has something to do how you have attractions to the opposite sex. So the balance has been taken out of the food, some of the food we eat. And this has been going on for a period of time. And it's a coin under what? GMO. All the way from the seed to put into the earth and to have that plant to grow. Taken to the market, we buy it, we eat it, don't even think nothing about it. But what we put in our mouth also defiles us in a way that it causes imbalance. The greatest holistic doctors on earth will tell you one thing. What you eat is what your body is going to become. You see? And this is one of the core things that have taken place. And some people that say that I'm gay now, a lesbian, they don't even know why. They'll say, I'm just attracted to a woman now. I'm just attracted to a man. Without understanding, they have some change in themselves and don't know the root of that change. So, yes, there are many teachings that have to be given. Because whether one is gay or lesbian, they're still a relative. But the teachings of the universal laws and principles have to be put into place and have understanding. If I am this now and I was that, which was the original, why am I this now? Those are the questions they need to be asking themselves and try to find out why really am I this now? What happened in my evolution? You see? And that's from the time it took birth in this body. If those questions are not asked, they will continue to go in the desire. This is what I want to be now. This is what I want to do. I have the right to do this. I have the right to do that. Lack of knowledge and deep understanding of who you really are. Because inside of us is masculine and feminine. But when that divine union takes place inside of us, we sit in the throne of God, in the crown chakra. We're not resonating in the first or second chakra, where we just want to mate with one another just want to go through our senses with one another, not understanding that those senses and those chakras are for a purpose, not just to guide us the rest of our lives and saying that, yes, I can do whatever I want to do in this creation, and it's all right. That's when there is no knowledge. You have not risen from your first chakra, your second chakra, to your third chakra, to your heart chakra, 
you still just in the womb of the spirituality and you haven't grown even to the heart. Until you move into that heart center, then you will begin to realize more what it is to live according to God's law and the laws of this universe and the law of this Mother Earth Pachamama. It doesn't happen before then. We have to rise into consciousness. And those who have the consciousness can help one another. But as the sister did say, unconditional love we must embody. As same as truth, we must embody it. And with the truth, with the blessing of God, let him bestow the wisdom upon us and keep our strength and keep our courage and protect the women. And the women know how to take care of their children and their husbands. And then we can truly be one human family. What's happening in the ocean with Fukushima and all other nuclear radioactivity has taken place over the years, all the dumping of the oil spills, you know, all dumping of toxins or whatever. The mother nature makes its own balance. And you talk about the justice. The justice brings its own balance because it is the universal law. What as a man do it, whether it's good, bad, or evil, positive or negative, it will come back unto itself. When we make a sacrifice, as I mentioned in the prayer, and this form of sacrifice, then it helps balance some of that negativity that we have caused to be out of balance. And when we make that sacrifice, we have a new spirit inside of us. A new recognition begins to happen. And then we become more aware. And then we begin to change the way that we live before a greater event would take place. I hope I have answered your question. Brother, are you there? Oh, his line, yeah, unfortunately his line has dropped. Um, Thank you so much. Yes, his line dropped, but I am sure that um, he'll be able to listen to the archives and, and receive that message that you sent. Family has received it as well. I'm going to go to another caller. We still have hands in the call queue. Let me go to caller from 323. Caller from 323-893-323. Caller. Peace. Hello. Okay, Pio. Hi, Hi, Padmasana. Yes. Um, I want to first thank um, Nova Ledge Radio for having this divine, blessed um, teacher on. Uh, she is my personal teacher. Um, and I wanted to speak um, briefly to 
the actual ceremony part um, and the need. Um, and as a participant itself, I wanted to just chime in to let your listeners know really how important um, the ceremony is. Um, and I'm sorry, with just like a small story. I have a friend, and I was telling her, when we go to the ocean out here in Los Angeles, we actually go um, at about 4, uh, 4 in the morning. We meet up at 3, um, and we go rain, shine, cold, um, People think Los Angeles is always warm, but in the winter it can get down to 30, especially by the ocean. So I was trying to get this sister to go with uh, me, and she said, you know what, um, sister, I just want to tell you I'm really connected right now. I'm kind of tapped in. And I said to her, I didn't respond right away. I had to think about it, and I called her back. And I said, you know, um, it's really not about you. Ceremony um, is not about uh, what you get out of it. You know, as you talk about the balance and things um, and just from, you know, being taught and participating, it is, it's, it's one of the results you end up benefiting, but that's not the purpose. You know, the purpose of ceremony is to be a servant to the Most High and to the Creator um, and to the earth and to all of the peoples on the earth. It's service um, and how important it is. And I can tell you, when I say the benefit is you, I have never gone to the ocean. Um, sure, it's, it's, you know, uh, you know, you, you, there are days where you're tired and you may not want to, you know, you have to push yourself. But I can tell you, you may I have never, ever left us unfulfilled. Um, the moment you you are there, the stars are with you on your on your way there. The moment you touch the sand. Um, the moment you, you know, get to the ocean and the waters, the fulfillment is then really not words to express. Um, and that is just the part, um, and it's the service that is needed, and you see the results. So I really want to urge your listeners, you know, to participate in, in the ceremony. You know, if there is a call, it's the waters, the offerings. Um, you can contact Eagle Wings. You can email if you want to know specifically how to do the offering. But we really, I lived on the East Coast for, for over 10 years. Um, it's really important, and it's not about uh, a particular religion. You know, we are all related. I'm an educator out here, and I kind of was talking to my students just about, you know, the, 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 the ocean itself. So we did the moment of silence and the prayer with the with with the, you know with my students. They wanted to participate, but at first they kind of didn't think about it. When I said, you know, I said you guys, the ocean is 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 ill right now and it needs our healing, and they said the ocean is just water, you know, Miss Brown. And I said it's just water. I said, well, do you think the earth is alive? And they thought about it. They said, yeah, the earth earth is alive. I said, well, seventy percent of the earth is water, so is it not alive too? And immediately they kind of got it and participated. Um, and so it needs our assistance. The ceremony is very um, sacred. It's ancient. We're ancient beings. Um, and so I want to encourage all of the, the women who are listening to please um, really look deep into your, your heart and your soul and to participate in the ceremony um, uh, because Yemeya really um, acknowledges whether it's two women, whether it's one woman, whether it's three, four, ten, twenty, she acknowledges your intent and your effort 
Um, and it is extremely, you will see five years old. Don't go, just so you can see, but know that she gives back. Um, and so I want to thank you guys again. I want to tell you um, that the practice is very important. Um, but the work that you guys do is extremely important. Blue, I want to thank you for being so receptive um, and taking the call um, and moving with action um, swiftly. And Mataji, as always, I'm eternally grateful for you. Absolutely. I want to ask the family to uh, please remain with us. We have to break for our 1111 meditation. Uh, again, family, uh, we will be pausing for our 1111 Omni Padme Home Meditation. We are going to be collectively unifying as quantum mind to send our loving energy to the ocean. Okay? So for the family that already knows the drill, prepare yourselves for those that don't. Please find yourself in a pitch black place, preferably feet flat to the floor, back straight, palms on the edge of the knees, palms facing upwards, tips of the index fingers and the thumbs touching, forming a pyramid, tip of the tongue touching the roof of the mouth, pulling the air from the abdominals, through the nose, exhaling out of the mouth, we will be meditating to the sounds of Omni Padme Om, which stands for the jewel and the lotus, perfect balance between a masculine and feminine principle. And we will be back very shortly, family. See you on the other side. Okay, please, to my guests, stay with us. We will be back after the meditation. Money, 
You know, oh, yes, your indeed. your show is is in sync with what we are doing out here already. Because when yesterday when I sent this out, it went out at eleven oh one a.m. You see, and you said yes. that eleven eleven is when you make this meditation and prayer. And recently, one of the high Tibetan lamas, his mantra is Om Mani Padme Hum. And he shared with me, because he's kind of preparing himself maybe to go into nirvana, and he said, I want to give you these teachings here. And the teaching is on Om Mani Padme Hum. So can I read what he, what he has given me? Oh, please, absolutely. Yes. He said it is the sixth syllable. It is the heart essence of Lord Chenrezy, the great Bodhisattva, who dedicated all of his accomplishments into the sacred mantra, Om Mani Padme Hum. Thus, it has immense wisdom power and blessing. But so whoever believes in the Buddha Dharma should recite this mantra. It will spontaneously purify your negative energies and develop compassion and wisdom. With such devotion, if anyone recites this mantra, it can cure deadly diseases and any other sickness. It can keep you healthy and improve good eyesight. Whoever hears this chanting, whether they are human beings or spirit, this mantra can pacify their emotions and bring peace. When animals hear it, it will plant the seed of liberation, and they will have a chance to be reborn as human beings in their next life. It has a great source of benefit. That is why we use it in many ways to help all the beings in the world. It uses, includes prayer flags, prayer wheels, hand pulling, water mills, electric wheels, prayer stones, all for liberation. Whoever recites this mantra a million times with devotion will be reborn in Chenrezy Pierland. The meaning of this mantra is, Wish fulfilling lotus jewel, grant your blessing. The Buddhas and the Bodhisattvas have measureless wisdom and compassion. They are ever present for us, so whoever is calling them make a strong connection. In this way, the path of liberation is started. Without praying and summoning their assistance, they cannot help. So that is why praying is very important if you want to be free from suffering and find happiness. Om Shanti 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 So it's great healing for Fukushima, all the people in Japan, and all the great creatures in the Mother Ocean. May they all be blessed 
And may that transformation of the negative energies become positive. And may the radiation become neutralized. Om Mani Padme Om. Om Mani Padme Om. Om Mani Powerful. Yes. Powerful, powerful. The Spirit has brought us all together today. It is the blessing of the one. Oh, yes, there indeed. is no mistakes. We're all in our destiny. Yes, indeed. I have another hand up in the call queue, another caller that's with us. I want to go to the phone line. Caller from the 860-680-860-680 caller. Peace, caller. Greetings. Hello, 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 Pills. How are you doing tonight? Peace, brother. All is well. And yourself? Yes, I'm, I'm all right. Um, one question to the um, I um, Elder. What's your name? Um, that's... my name is Sri, not the Devi Premananda. Okay. Well, one particular question. Um, I'm not sure if your definition of the term fear, in your own perspective, I wonder if you could break that down. And the reason why I ask this is because one caller in particular was in fearful because of our current events as a CREI today. So I was wondering if you could break that down. That's my question, if possible. Wait, I don't understand what you just said. What was the word? Oh. Fear, F-E-A-R. Okay, fear. You want me to talk about fear? Yes, because one one of the ladies was caught and she seemed so worried and distressed because of what has happened to our reality today in regards to the plot of, you know, trying to eliminate as much mentally people on the planet. If you could break down the, the definition of the term fear in your own perspective. Okay. Own... Well, first of all, the root of fear is a lack of knowledge and understanding. Fear is really tied with ignorance. Yes. When you don't know even yourself, or when you don't know the knowledge even behind something or the truth behind something, it is called as ignorance. Ignorance is lack of knowledge. Many times people will go into fear because maybe of what they heard or read. But when you're able to meditate, you want to realize something, then then you will have more of the wholeness of that that's taking place and not just part. Because propaganda has been going on a long time, not just in America but worldwide. There have been change of governments and political leaders worldwide. It's ongoing, not only over a country but in the community. So when a person goes into fear, it also has to do with the heart. They hit an anxiety. Uh, when I use the word ignorance, it's not negative. 
just remember, ignorant is lack of knowledge of the whole. So what happens is that if someone say that, you know, there's only in South Central where people kill each other or people are killing, well, that is a lack of knowledge. That's an ignorant statement. People have been killing each other since the beginning of time. Correct. Okay. So if I live in, uh, I'll say, if I live in London, if I come to America, I'm told not to go down to South Central because that's where people get killed. So the person gets off the plane, might have a desire want to come, but his friend said, don't go there. That's where people get killed. So immediately he'll create a fear in his heart never to come to South Central. So an anxiety, heart palpitation will begin. The one that goes into the fear begins to have his own ignorance. He does not have the truth. He does not have the full knowledge. So when one gets the knowledge, the full knowledge and the truth, that, fear, that ignorance will cease. That is the darkness that blocks the light. So when that man that's from London... He leaves Culver City because he may meet someone in Culver City that's from South Central. And he meets that one. He said, where are you from, man? He said, oh, I live in South Central. And he said, you do? He said, uh, said, what do you do? Oh, I have my own corporation. I have a Ph.D. And then what happens? He said, what do you do? He said, I sell golf balls. So once again, that man from London is educated. He never heard of a black man have his own corporation, and, uh, and he has a Ph.D. in it, and plus he sells golf balls. So in turn, he says, well, can I come with you to South Central? Then the man from London comes to South Central. He sees the people in South Central. He starts to walk the streets, starts to go to the stores, starts to talk to the people. He wind up where? At the Soul Fest on Saturday. And then he realized, I have been ignorant of the people in South Central Los Angeles. Now I understand I was ignorant. I had lack of knowledge. So that caused my fear. And now the man, he don't have no more fear. That is the same thing no matter what is happening in the life. Whether it's people eating the fishes that are radiated, okay? Whether it's a GMO food that's being manufactured or created. The knowledge of the life and of any situation is what you want. And that will annihilate your fears. Have I answered the question? Yeah, that is um, a very well um, put answer. Yeah, that answered one of my questions. Yes, of yes. course. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, that, that was good. Um, besides um, yes, readings, um, is there anything else you do, um, madam, besides the readings? Do you what? Besides readings, that you, you project readings. I'm not sure if you... No, like, I don't do re- readings. Okay. Right. Give well, spiritual divine consultation. Okay. Well, yeah, right from you. 
right to your soul. But I don't sit and give readings. Like, for instance, you come see me, you have a bunch of questions. I'm, if I am not told inside to answer that question, I won't answer it. Okay. But I will give you what you need before you leave. Maybe okay. not what you want, but I'll give you what you need before you leave. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I can take that. All right, then. All right. Um, I think I don't have nothing else. If I do, you can call me if you need to, you know, if you need something. I'm here. Okay, well, if you have your number, I'll probably jot it down. Let me get my pen and paper. Okay, then. I'll be glad to give it to you. Where's my pencil? All right. The number is 323-779-0210. 323-779-0210. Oh, 110, okay. Yes, there's a 110-0210. Okay. Yes. You can spell your name, Miss? So I can get okay, just uh, most all my students call me Mataji, so it's M-A-T-A-J-I. M-A-T-A-J-I, it means, right? So, that means spiritual mother. Okay, cool. Yeah. Right. Thank, thank you, spiritual mother, for your um, perspective of my question, because you yeah. know, I can go to the definition of certain things, but... It's better to hear from somebody that's way older than me. Cause, you know, they've more, and I said, been around more enlightened. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Bless you. Thank you. Take care, guys. Thank you, brother. Okay. Uh, I have a request. Sister would like to come back on and share something real quick. Okay, so call from the 215-215-560. Peace, are you with us? Yes, peace. Thank you. Greetings, yes. Greetings. Okay, I just wanted to clear up that I wasn't fear-mongering. I recall saying scary, that it was scary, meaning it was frightening to know that the food supply, you know, is being tampered with on every level that I can see. It's, it's frightening. Um not that I don't have alternatives. I, we, yes. I have a garden in my backyard. Um, I have uh, peppers and tomatoes and things of that nature. You know, I actually put the work in, and um, I have family members that are also doing the same. So, you know, I have alternatives. Um, well, right. We even asked you to tune in. We have a show coming forward um, very soon mm-hmm. with Brother Terrence Miller, who has information on the um, on, on the seeds, on the heirloom seeds that mm-hmm. needs to be shared. So that show will be probably within the next uh, week or two. And okay. it's vital information dealing with the... Um, Compromising of these particular seeds and what is actually needed, we have to go back a little bit further. Mm-hmm. So please um, look forward to that. Mhm, mhm. I actually please found continue. an online organic. Uh, well, they say organic. I'm trusting that they are. I've um, found an online organic gardening um, supply store 
that has an actual storefront. And uh, Heirloom used to be a, a good source at one time. I think they shut down. I think they were shut down, actually. Um, but, yeah, there are, I'm pretty familiar with the resources. I, I actually I did backslide a little bit on my diet, um, went back to eating meat. I just couldn't uh, keep my weight where I was satisfied with it. I was dropping. I, I went from size 14 to a size 6. Mm-hmm. And so that was a lot of weight for me that I had lost. And here in the wintertime in Philadelphia, it gets windy and cold. Oh, and I, was, this was, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't it's used to that. <laughs> so I, I had to, um, I started going back to eating fish and lamb and then everything jumped off and I had, uh, you know, stopped eating the the seafood and all of that. But every now and again, I have meat or majority of my meals are beans, you know, brown rice and and vegetable. And I, I do on occasion, you know, have the um, unfermented, no, not the unfermented, the fermented soy because it's the difference. The fermented is the one that's good for you and the unfermented soy is the one that isn't. So, Every now and again, I have some soy. Um, I used to be really big on sushi, and now I just can't have it. It's, you know, I've learned to adapt. I'm still adapting. It's still a learning process, especially for, you know, being raised on, you know, being a meat eater, you know. But I'm able to do it. I did it before. I can do it again, you know. So, yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, I wasn't trying to put any fear out there you know, pertaining to, you know, the food supply or anything like that. But, you know, just to be able to acknowledge that it's a problem and not just be like, you know, I don't care. It's my body. I want to do what I want, you know. Um, I I see it as, you know, to me, fear to me is insanity. But danger is very real, you know, and the danger of it is frightening, you know. So it's not the fear with me. It's you know, just the the frightening aspect of everything, you know, that we do have still some control over. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks. Yes, Ken? thank you very much. Thank you again for letting me come Indeed. back on. Fine, thank you. You're welcome. It's, it's a pleasure. Uh, do you have a, a Facebook page? No, I have a website and a telephone number. Okay, because mm-hmm. I want to... You know, eventually talk with you and, you know, um, hopefully become one of your students. I would be more than happy to do that. I'm already um, an initiative, IFA, but I want to, you know, what exactly? Are you IFA? No, I'm not okay. IFA. We're, okay, so what is your, what's your religious association? My religious association is Sanata Dharma. That means that the the eternal truth will always be, always was, and always is. Ah. And that includes all the universal teachings. Ah. Okay. Okay. I've I've um a few friends on my page that are. uh, that's pretty similar to Buddhism, right? Mm-hmm. No. No? 
No. You said no. I said that includes all. Oh, what's well, I just I thought I heard somebody say no. I don't know who said no. Did it sound like someone laughed or something? Yeah, no, that's I heard not it too. Me. It did. <laughs> it sounded like yeah, I don't. They came from the other road. It's like now. Right. It wasn't me. I was quiet. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I thought I was going crazy for a minute. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was something in your background. Yeah. I didn't want to say nothing. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay now. Yes, but the, for the spirit realm, for clarity purposes, they're like, no, no, you know. All <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh, you can yeah, take yeah, my. I got this. Yeah. You can take my phone number, and we can talk more later. Okay. Yeah, you want to take the number? Yes, ma'am. Okay, three two three seven mm-hmm. seven nine. Zero two one zero. Okay, three two three seven seven nine zero two one zero. Yes, and I want to thank you for your continuous joining in with the Pacific Ocean. No, but, well, thank you for for your presence again. Just you know, your I I wouldn't normally us we would say you know she's bringing fire or you know bringing the heat. No, you have brought some cooling water. You know, tonight And <laughs> I just want to thank you And give praises to you for that You know, I appreciate the um, You know, the, uh, the power That I'm I'm getting from you You know, it's just like I can just feel your, your energy It's very positive And thank you again for You know For your presence here on the show tonight Yes, and bless back to you All right Peace mm-hmm. and blessings Yes Peace. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to take one more caller for the evening. The hands keep going up. So we want to bring in a caller from the 870-870-826. Caller from the 870. Hello, how y'all doing? Peace, you? Greetings. How are you? Buddha Ali. How y'all doing, KTL? Buddha Ali. Peace. Peace. Hotel. Oh, what's good with you, bro? Oh, nothing much, man. I got the class late. You know I do teach but I still got an earful. Oh, man, that was such a beautiful prayer, man, that uh, the spiritual mother gave on the ocean, man. I, You know, I ain't never heard nobody pray. I don't hear I'm not, I go to churches and everything. You know, I hear so much prayer, but I never heard somebody pray so beautifully for the ocean. Like that tonight, man. That was just that was my first time hearing, it. and uh, just brought back memories. Early ladies when you used to go, especially when I was staying down, you know, in Texas. But we used to go to Galveston every weekend, and and you go to Galveston, you used to go off in the ocean, and you play in the ocean so long that it heal the wounds on your body. <laughs> Sometimes your ears will close up, the piercing in your ears will close up, and in your nose. They're closed up, but just playing in that water so long, you know, the healing in the water uh, just brought me back right. to that with you praying. So I, I just want to thank the spiritual uh, brother. I want to thank you, Brother Blue, Brother Red, and everybody else in class. I want to thank y'all. I just want to thank the sister again. And uh, Godspeed to all y'all. Oh, thank yeah. you. Oh, absolutely. So much. And bless you. Mm-hmm. Yes, brother. 
Brother Buddha Ali, bless your heart, man. Thank you for your testimony. Yes. You know, yeah. uh, I'm glad he mentioned that, you know. Over the years, I didn't speak that earlier. But women that could not have a child, and when they went to the ocean, Mother Yemaya blessed them, and they got pregnant. One year, we had 18 women to get pregnant within the same year. And all those women were in their 20s. One time a lady, she had cancer in her womb. And she says, Mataji, I don't want surgery. I don't want to really go to the hospital. So I meditated with her. I prayed with her. I said, if you believe and trust, I said, Yemaya is going to take care of you. So she came down to the ocean with me with the other women early in the morning. We made the offerings as usual. And I told the other women, I said, I want you guys to support her. I said, now she's waiting for Mother Yemaya blessing. She has a situation, and she's going to bathe there in that water until she is done. So the other women, they send their love and light and prayers to her. And she sit there on the beach, close inside the water. And she bathed and bathed her whole body. And then she prayed the prayer of forgiveness. And then prayed the prayer of acceptance and receiving the blessing for her womb. And then after that, we went back in our final circle and made the closing prayer. So I looked at her and I told her, I said, your healing is going to come from the water inside you. I said, the water inside you is going to increase. And when that water increases, it's going to be the healing of any cancer cells that are there. They will be gone. Within a week time, she called me on the phone. She said, Mataji, I can't believe it. First of all, I have to ask a question. I didn't never know. I never had a child. I didn't know we had that much water inside our body. She said, I sit on the toilet and water just gushed out. And she said, I went to the doctor. And when the doctor took the test, he said there was no cancer cell there. He, he said, that is something in this ocean ceremony. I said, it's a blessing of Mother Yemaya. So we have had these things of that nature, I say, over the years with the water and the blessing of our mother, Yemaya. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. It's those, those, that water those cell salts and that spirit all permeating into one. It can heal all things and set all things back into motion. Yes. So it's very important as the family that we understand as we are composed of water. You know, collectively, we are all one water. As a people, yes. we are all one water. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's we right. have the power of inherent, yes, with us to do the same. And as I wrote in my description, you know, 
I said, during times of peril, it is instinctive for man to call on his creative force for intervention. We call on the gods for help when help is needed, and we expect some sort of response. Correct. Did you ever think the day would come when the gods called on you for help? Mm-hmm. That day, my brothers and sisters, has arrived. The most yeah. perilous of scenarios is playing out in our very midst. Our ocean is dying. Okay. Yeah. So these entities or these deities as they're referred to in some spiritual systems are now calling for help from the very beings who pride themselves on calling on the deities for help. The roles have switched. Are you up for the task? Okay. And how is that possible, family? The possibility is the power of the conduit of water and spirit. Okay. And the spirit is air and air is condensed water. So it's all relative. It's all within you. If you see yourself as part and parcel to the elemental kingdom, then you'll understand that you are just, <laughs> you are a, 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 a elemental being. Okay? You are a super elemental being because you have all faculties in one. You're just a grand elemental being. You're a grand elemental design. You have the design and the faculty to bring forth change. You are the manifestation of the creative force energy. Now is your time. Now is your purpose on this planet. Now is time for you to give back from the very things for which you have borrowed from. Not only the ocean, but the deities. Mm-hmm. That's right. Now is your time to give back to God. Give us all. Yes. And that's with your prayers. That's with having positive thoughts. That's with refraining. All in your mind all the time. That's having moral conduct being put in check. That's having not destructive or violent actions, but righteous action. That's not judging or casting judgment. That's offering whatever that is that's not in your power to be able to do, to know that the greater power with your faith will take care of everything. And most of all, you love at all costs because that love is going to keep you healthy, it's going to keep you wise, and it's going to keep your foot planted on the path where you one day will recognize that we all are all one humanity that we all are all one children of this great Mother Earth and that there's only one spirit with many names. And with that, I say love, peace, joy, and simplicity to you all. And thank you. Thank you, beloved Paul, for having me as your guest. Oh, you made me cry. Yes. That's all right. Thank you. And you keep on the path. Keep doing your best to help the people. And I ask for more elders in the community. You see what the young ones like him are doing? Get on this, uh, what is this, computer line. Get on this online and share your wisdom. Stop holding back. Don't talk negative about the children no more. See what they're doing. Come on the air. Share how to cook. Share how to live. 
share how to love, share what your grandmother taught you, what your grandfather taught you, share with all of our youth so that they can continue to stand strong. I know you know your children are on these online programs and you're not coming on the air. I bid you, elders, get on the air, some of you pastors, you ministers, missionaries, whatever work of that you're doing this life, come on the air, even if you know how to to be electrician, come on the air and share that. Even if you know how to build a house, come on the air and share that. Even if you have a remedy for a cold, come on the air and share that. Even if you know how to just cook collard greens where it would heal your body, come on this air and share this. Our young people need you. Your children need to know that you support them. So I'm talking to the elders now. Stop holding back your knowledge and support these young people because they are the voices now in America. And love them by sharing your knowledge. Peace, peace, peace. Yes, peace. Namaste. So I will go now. Thank you again. Indeed. Thank you so much. And I know that this is just the beginning. Yes, it is. Yes. So family, take it upon yourself to be one of the 444. You know, the invite has gone out. Accept the invite. Accept the challenge. It is a um, it is a grand invite. You know, be one of the ones that will have a room in your father's mansion. Step forward. You know, your job is not supposed to be, you know, outside tending the lawn. Come inside now, okay? But you have to accept the challenge. You have to take the walk. You have to do the work. So I thank you for bringing your message forward. I thank you yeah. for being a conduit for spirit to bring forth the message. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm humbled to be in a position to facilitate the delivery of the message to the masses. Thank you. And may they all thank be you. blessed and know that God loves them and share God's love with all whoever they may meet. Shanti, shanti. That's powerful family. Um, I'm going to end it on this note. I'm going to play a song dealing with a lot of the motifs that were discussed on the episode, even down to the point that, um, the dude on the on the hook is almost sexual, but like they said, you gotta have compassion, and um, you know we have to understand that every individual is part of the human family at the end of the day, and let's leave it on that note. You know, listen to the lyrics, okay, more so than anything, in a way that. Everything is coalesces into this particular theme that's put forth, and it's beautiful music. I say.
see you in the next episode. Same bad time, same bad channel. KTL Empowerment. Peace. You see this Well, fuck it.